0: Yeah, yeah, so we answered it. That's it. Yeah, there you are. Brilliant. That's so it costs. Hi, guys. Welcome to episode five of Digital 22's most popular departmental podcast. It is the PMP, <laughs> the Paid Media Podcast. I'm Chris. I'm the lead PPC marketer here at Digital 22, joined by my colleague Christian.
1: Hi, guys. I'm a uh... PPC specialist here at Digital22, I support Chris in our team. And today we're going
0: to talk about, it's a topic that I get asked all the time off everyone, um, my friends who've got their own companies, basically anyone Jesus when they realise what you do is, how much does it cost? Pretty much, yeah. Like that's what everyone wants to know. Like, how much does it cost to to get me on that there Google thing? That's that's what I get. It sounds what, simple, doesn't it? It does. It sounds very very simple, um, <laughs> and it's not as simple as it sounds. Unfortunately, no, and if it was, not. it'd be a lot easier for companies to get on there. Mm-hmm. And I do think sometimes that's why Facebook ads, particularly, that's why they make like the ad center so complicated for small businesses to get on there. So they end mm-hmm. up spending more money. But of course. we'll start with so we'll go through. The, we'll go with three. So we'll go with paid search first. So we'll mm-hmm. go. Google Ads and Microsoft Ads, and then we'll go for LinkedIn Ads, and then yeah. we'll run through Facebook Ads. Yeah. So, Google Ads, how much does it cost?
1: It's. <laughs> Piece of string, isn't it? It could be a, could be anything really. I suppose. Yeah, it, on. it
0: could. I mean, so there's a WordStream. WordStream would do do massive studies into this, and they do it every year. And then what you'll find is if you search online, mm-hmm. whenever anyone's done a study or anything like that, they tend to have. Plagiarize the works It's always got the word stream the images in and everything like that. Yeah. So and it's very difficult when it comes to word stream and things like that to find studies UK specific. Of course. So what we've done is we looked at it. Um, Vertical Leap did quite a good article about it. They they put some good stuff out there, and they reckon that for for twenty twenty the average cost per click for Google ads in the UK was one pound ninety five.
1: Yeah, it sounds. Beautiful, and I wish it was for every every industry, but it doesn't... And every client. I yeah. wish it was for every client. You know, I've got
0: some clients that are, that are way under that.
1: I've got some way over, actually. Exactly, 16, but we've also got 20, some, yeah. some way
0: over that. You know, you've got some... I mean, some of the cost per clicks that come in, they're looking at around, you know, 10, 15, 20 pounds LinkedIn a prices,
1: but we'll get to that one. We'll get to that yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so you,
0: so you got that. So, regarding how much it costs, what are the main things that affect how much it costs,
1: do you think? Well, I think... Um, it comes down to your keyword research, and then it's a knock on effect, really, isn't it? Because we were briefly talking about this off camera prior yeah. to this, and there's just multiple variables at play, isn't there? Like you said, you've got your first your keyword research, then you need to see what competitions are already bidding on that key keywords, and then obviously once you start bidding, how do they respond to that? Do they end up their bids? Then obviously you've got quality score, landing page experience, so on and so forth. So I think to put it as a a single value and make it as simple as that, I just it's it's almost impossible, I suppose. You can sort of give benchmark figures like we have done, yeah. But it doesn't necessarily apply to everything because, for example, you, real estate. For example, exactly. I was
0: just gonna say you couldn't give that one pound no. average to a solicitor or to no could you um, like you say estate uh, agents so, or I think the most expensive keyword I ever saw was we had a client who was looking to do serviced offices in London. Mm-hmm. And it, I think it was something like seventy five pound a yeah, click, that's massive, just isn't because it? of the high intent and everything yeah. like that. So. So then you've got things like click fraud as well. When you're on the really mm-hmm. high ticket stuff, yeah, it's yeah, really yeah. important that you nail that down. So you've got those. What we will do is I'll we'll drop, a we'll drop, get Jonathan to drop a link into the image about the ad auction. because I don't think enough people realize what goes on with the ad auction and everything mm-hmm. that you spoke about then. So of course. once you've got your quality score, your landing page experience, everything like that, it all goes in together to what's called your ad rank. And then that gives you a score. And then in the auction, I'm pretty sure it is your your bid times by your second the person below you times by their ad rank then yeah. plus a penny something that's what you which will dictate what your cost per click will be mm-hmm. um, so yeah it's there's a lot that goes into it and I wish that when someone said to me like you know how much does good guys cost yeah I could you could just give him a figure but I think what's important to look at is it's not only what how much does it cost it's what you can afford to spend of course so if you've got I mean, at Digital 22, the way that we charge as an agency is we charge a flat fee Mm -hmm. to manage it, so that's good. I mean, in in a previous role I was at, I went to, and these were big spenders, spending upwards of 100 grand a month on Google Ads. And before they fetched it in, in in-house and I came on the team, they had an agency who was running it for them. And the agency got a percentage of spend over seventy five grand. Yeah, of course. Um, so I think it was something like forty percent of the spend, mm-hmm. whatever over that, they they got that. Um, and there was a campaign that was switched on, and it spent like twenty five grand a month, but it got no conversions. Yeah, it was purely there to raise up. The it was purely purely yeah. there to 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 raise the spend, so they got their cut. So I mean, in my first month there, it made me look great because I turned that off. And, yeah, then, everything, <laughs> and yeah, I saved like thirty up, grand. Yeah. And the cost per lead came well down. The conversions went up anyway just by doing some little changes. But that's just what you've got to be really careful of. of. Now, I know that some people say that if you charge on the percentage model, it's easy to scale. But I think if you, when you get to that point where you're looking at scaling accounts, you should all be sitting down and having a chat anyway. Of course. You know, the marketing director, yourselves, our leadership team, when we're looking to do that, we'll all sit mm-hmm. down and discuss growing it. And obviously, the fee will change. But mm-hmm. I think to start off, I think a flat fee is a really, really good place for of course. for entry-level to look at it exactly. um, because you know what you're paying. There's no hidden charges. Mm-hmm. And then you can really focus on your budget. Now, I always say with, with paid search, with Google Ads, Microsoft Ads, your budget is something that you should be willing to lose.
1: Yeah, it's more of a... You should look at it as a surplus as such of what your actual yeah as your marketing budget is it should be a surplus it's an addition you yeah. know it's there's
0: no guarantee especially to it...
1: begin with with the research phase because i think we've previously discussed it before where your first month's a bit of it not a ga- well it is a gamble it is a gamble in the sense of it's an but, option yeah it's a gamble. exactly so the key words that you've done are obviously relevant but at the same time you don't necessarily know how they're going to respond to your branding your landing pages so to begin with yeah you've got to look at it as if right, if I don't get this back, my company's still going to be in a good place. It's still going to be moving forward. And it's because I've worked with too many companies which over rely on PPC purely because it, you can jump above everyone else who's doing all the other groundwork and SEO and stuff like that. But that's not sustainable because it's some months in the year aren't going to be as good as other months in the year and vice versa. So if you're all of a sudden just hit that bad month and this is your only stream of revenue, you're, yeah, you're, you're going to be struggling moving forward after that i think it is worth mentioning that you don't need a massive budget to run the keywords anywhere because you don't necessarily need to be being seen all day just use your scheduling try and narrow down to specific times but due to the intent on google Ideally, if you get a couple of clicks through highly relevant keywords, the chances are you should be converting. If you're offering, yeah. if your content and your offering is what that keyword's looking for,
0: and if not, then you've you've messed up your. Exactly, research. and then
1: there's something else at play, and that doesn't come down towards a budget. But yeah, I don't think I think there's sometimes as pe- people just assume just because there's bigger budgets, you can pay more, and you. But it's not always the case because, like you said, with the image that hopefully we'll be able to get put in it just puts it into a bit more context with the fact that so many yeah. other things at play which budget won't solve it all it
0: yeah won't. it's like when people say oh you say well what's the budget a month and like, oh there's no budget i guarantee if i spent three grand in a day all of a sudden there's a budget for the rest of the month Plus it would be. you know yeah. there there is <laughs> always a budget and those who say that there isn't you know they've just not researched it enough because no. it's like you say about the ad schedule, you know, use your data, use your conversion history. Look mm-hmm. at when, you know, I mean for me, if you've got, for example, if you're doing um a beauty brand on on, for example, Google ads and you're targeting, you're probably gonna look at around break times. Yeah. When most so, of you know, like mm-hmm. eleven till probably on eleven till one thirty. And maybe. make sure then and maybe turn off and then try and get on maybe for the commute yeah. home. So from four thirty till six. And then everyone's having the tea, you know, getting ready for the evening, then maybe come back on at about mm-hmm. eight, till, exactly. 8 till 10, 8 till yeah. 11. You know, you don't need to be there all and the time that's for the it. what
1: data dictates, but that's why it's we've just said at the start with this surplus, that's why it makes sense to begin with, because if you've not got that data, you don't know, they're not going to respond the same as organic traffic, it's not going to respond the same as other traffic from, I don't know, Pinterest or Twitter, they're all very different, so yeah. they need to be treated in different ways and you can't have one answer for all of them because it doesn't work like that no
0: so then so you've got you, you've got your, you figured out your budget and you found an agency who's going to do it for you and you've agreed your fee then you see you're doing google ads you've got microsoft ads which normally is around 40% cheaper than google so yeah. the study showed from from Wordstream converted into into uk pounds at 2020 microsoft ads average one pound 25 a click
1: I wouldn't be too, I'm not grumbling too much of that figure, to be honest I think that's about right. <laughs> yeah, uh, well, especially with the ones that I've got on there currently, purely because not everyone normally goes for Microsoft Ads.
0: No, I mean, like I said before, like, I, was, I was chatting to the rep, um, one of the reps from Microsoft Ads, because we've got one of our clients who's gone on there in a big way. Mm-hmm. And um, I just mentioned to, you know, I'm, I am a big advocate for Microsoft Ads. I've said it on here every episode somehow. Um, and I just think that everyone should be on it it's just a good string to your bro and especially if you've got an audience that's over 35 desktop in the US they've got 10% of the search market I think it's 8% in the UK the last time I checked Um, so it's just it's just good to be there you've got to to go and everything and
1: it's cheaper so if you're you're successful on Google Ads the chances are you're going to be just as successful on Microsoft Ads but you won't be able to spend as much
0: you won't be able to spend as much it's one of those things like when people think about so they've got, how much does it cost? Brilliant, right. So I've got 500 quid. Great, I'm going to try and do it myself first, which is fair enough. There's lots of videos out there. You can you can do the Google, if you ever get contacted by a Google rep and they tell you to put it on a smart campaign, put the phone down, <laughs> don't do it. Just put the phone down, don't do a smart campaign. Um, so there's lots of stuff out there. So you've read enough, you think you can have a go. You do it, you get a couple of clicks in and you get a conversion, which is brilliant. Mm-hmm. And, then, and then you build on that and then a lot of people do it that way, that's fine. But then, so if you've got Microsoft and, and, and Google Ads set up, so then you're going to go into doing next. So, I mean, we're getting a lot more people now that are doing... Paid social. Yeah. Um it's not just you normal, you know your Facebook, your Twitters. LinkedIn seems to be big at
1: the minute. Yeah, it's, it it's, it's massive for us. Of course it is. For us, it's one of the biggest spenders, isn't it? Well, it is the biggest spender in paid social. It's um yeah, it's it's very influential for us, isn't it? really So
0: why do you think it's so popular? So I mean what I would say about how much does PPC cost? And if you're looking at LinkedIn for that, it costs a lot. Yeah. I mean <laughs> if you Google if you Google it it'll just say LinkedIn is expensive. Mm-hmm. That that's what it'll pretty much say. Mm-hmm. Um, we do the the B two linkedcom We did that that course with with AJ Wilcox, yeah. who's pretty much regarded as the go to source on, yeah. on LinkedIn ads. Guru. Like, yeah, he he does all the he does a lot of the beta testing and stuff, and mm-hmm. he's got the podcast about it, which is a really good listen yeah, uh, about it, yeah. audiences and everything like that. But he recommends if you're gonna do a, a campaign on LinkedIn, it's about a four thousand pound. Yeah, budget. that's what
1: that, that's what he said at the. Um, the inbound that was at the inbound uh, t- um, meeting sorry where it was yeah four grand roughly which to be honest it is it's fair enough like at the same time like we were going to go into it you can spend less but you start to see the disadvantages we're spending less within terms of like it's just not enough like like we were discussing it previously do you know how obviously they say you spend 10 percent either way of your budget when you spend um on your budgets but on linkedin most often than not i very rarely see it underspend but my my sort of inkling is that on, on them ones we're not spending that budget up there so the chances are it's spending it on the entire audience because it can be spent whereas once you start getting up to them budgets it will probably start to um, your entire audience will be being uh, marketed to so then you get that underspend but it is very uh it's very tricky LinkedIn in that side of things because the money is you can you kind of do need it, don't you? You do need as much as you can get.
0: Yeah, and they say they say as well with, with LinkedIn. I mean, just going off the the word stream. So you say it it said that the average cost per click converted into pounds was four four pound fifty five, mm-hmm. which I think is a little bit low. Yeah, I, I do, mean, I don't have I do anything. Too coming in at, at under seven, I think seven one or eight of mine pounds. I recently
1: was it, but it was, what was it? It was a video campaign actually, which actually wasn't the most successful campaign I've ever run. But I think that video campaign did have, had a very low average series. Yeah, the video
0: views is a bit different Yeah, because but, it, but if you're looking at cost per click. Yeah,
1: like we use a lot of lead gens, don't we? Yeah. They tend to be, yeah. Much they tend to be than more than expensive. it's not double that really.
0: Easily, I mean, I like, I had a call with LinkedIn before because we try we we obviously we're trying to, you know we're always learning and, and learning more by so I spoke to one of their reps and they said, when it comes to things like budgeting on LinkedIn, you've always got to go aggressive. Mm-hmm. So you have got to like front load your budget for the yeah. campaign. So as soon as you launch it, if you're gonna be going and there's no good starting at fifty pounds a day and putting it up to hundred, mm-hmm. they want you to start with like hundred and twenty no. pounds a day where you can get it get it out to your audience make sure you've got five versions that you're adding get it out to your audience and then spend the budget that way mm-hmm. but if you're a if you're a small business on linkedin yeah it's absolutely frightening mm-hmm. how quick your budget Sounds can the go budget course. you know it's the same with any sort of pay. If, you, if you're doing paid search paid social and you've set your budget and you've not done your targeting correctly then it will go like that mm-hmm. i mean and and as well it can spend in a day as well like google ads LinkedIn ads, Microsoft ads, Facebook ads, they can all spend like three or four times your daily budget in a day. And then what they say, it's in the terms and conditions how over the course of the month, you'll never spend more than your daily budget times 30.4, which I think, but if, you, if you've waxed, if you're a small business and you've waxed four times your daily budget.
1: so You, you might have adjusted it after a week as well. So, does that still apply to that exactly, daily budget? Exactly. Then? So,
0: you, you put your budget in, you listen to everything, you've read everything, you've gone Google Ads, you've gone, right, I'm going to go campaign budget, £100 a day, and mm-hmm. see how that goes. All of a sudden, you're 400 quid in. And you've got no more budget left. Yeah. It's gone. And it's gone. And Google said, Don't worry, over the course of the month, you know, you won't spend more than if you're yeah. like, Yeah, but it's gone. It's not great, is it? It's, yeah. it's all it's, gone. For small
1: businesses, that's all you are. With your delay
0: it? on conversion tracking as well, you don't know if anything's worked unless yeah. you can look in your back end of the website. Of course, and at your, but all you still can't stats.
1: really match it up unless you've got I suppose UTMs, but at the same time with cookie policies and stuff, a lot of that's gonna get missed these and days the, as well, is it? It's just
0: that delay and that not knowing for mm-hmm. for a small business so it's spent overwards. So so that's a that's a real tough one. So, so that's LinkedIn. I mean, I mean LinkedIn if you're getting I mean we I think it's if we're doing a campaign on LinkedIn and we're getting it for 100 pounds a lead, mm-hmm. I think that's pretty good that's going. That's not bad, yeah. I think that's
1: really good going. Um but the quality's there that's due to the targeting. I think we previously talked about it on another podcast earlier with the targeting and what you can actually drill down into you could kind of justify it's expense, really, because yeah. with who you can target, as long as you've got an effective message, the chance are oh, you're you hitting exactly who you want to be hitting. Yeah. Especially on on social, with it being a different type of intent compared to your search engines. Your LinkedIn, really, it's probably the highest one up there, really, would you say? Or would you say Twitter? I, I'd go LinkedIn, personally, in terms of...
0: I think Twitter's kind of the same um, yeah. when it comes to... People actually searching hashtags and everything like that, but I think sometimes with sponsored posts, when you when you build your audience and you've got your keywords in there, it's not too bad. But if you're just following, um, like follow lookalike audiences and you're targeting those, the intent's not there as not much. As much um, I still think paid search has got the highest intent of any form of it, it has, yeah. advertising. Um, LinkedIn you've got that really targeted audience but at the same time you are just showing in their newsfeed yeah yeah yeah. Um, and you need fire ads in your account because you can show those fire ads but if they don't interact with any of them then they won't see another ad for like 24 36 yeah, I think hours you're saying, uh, yeah, so yeah. you've got to be really careful with that so you got to make sure you got a lot of creative in there a big audience is mm-hmm. going to be like fifty thousand minimum, which mm-hmm. for some of our clients that's a stretch anyway. Of course it is, yeah. Um, we've Got some you know, very niche ones, haven't we? You got you do have very niche, and that's what sometimes LinkedIn sells itself as is. It's so expensive because it's the niche. Mm-hmm. Um, but then is is fifty thousand really a niche audience?
1: Yeah, not really, is it? Probably not. <laughs> no. You know,
0: and anywhere up to three hundred thousand, it's probably not a niche. <laughs> um. So you've done that. So you, so we've done. You know, how much does it cost? So. It's expensive on LinkedIn, but you mm-hmm. do you get the return back? Of course you do. Um, yeah, I think so. So then, Facebook ads. Now I think Facebook ads is more. It it, it it's some B 2 C um B to B. Sorry, with with retargeting and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. you know, a lot of it's like business business to consumer kind of, of stuff. Of course, yeah. I, think I mean, so. we, we do some on there. Uh, we do some that do really well. And I suppose it's one of those platforms, even though it's it's just rebranded. Sorry, so it'd be meta yeah meta, well, that's yeah. the whole company i think facebook's keeping its name yeah um but the ads on there so you've got facebook and instagram so the average cost per click 2020 for paid ads on facebook is 41p mm-hmm. so it's much more cost effective course than, it than is. google yeah, ads yeah, yeah. um but again it is the intent there cool. i mean i know you can build really good audiences you can use remarketing on it um for instagram which is run through the same platform um that they reckon that's like one pound and four mm-hmm. um i think for me, I feel that Facebook's possibly a bit low and Instagram's possibly a bit high. Yeah. I think it probably averages out around the eighty p mark. Yeah, from both. I think so. It uh, also, it
1: like you said it depends as well because if you're doing a video views or a brand awareness, it's always going to be significantly lower. But it's in correlation to what you're actually delivering at the other side, I suppose. But yeah, Facebook and to um and Instagram. Sorry, obviously we we majority of the work B two B, don't we? So we don't have loads that we do. Run on this, but if we do run on this, it is more of that brand awareness aspect the the third party tracking and stuff on sites, and the audiences yeah. that you can make. I think there's definitely a place for it um but it is tends to be one of the cheapest ones out of the lot, to be honest, unless it's Twitter maybe, but yeah, I think Facebook and Instagram are really up there, I think there's a hub spot in the academy course I think we we briefly talk, uh, touched on it last week as well actually the dollar a day strategy that's just testament to how much you can actually spend on it as long as you know what you're doing it's a it's a pound or a dollar a day however you're working it out and that can deliver the conversions that you're looking for as well as long as it's set up correctly that it is if, if you don't really know what you're doing that does it is a bit of a you wouldn't really. I don't think they'd be able to make it if you weren't actually if you didn't understand PPC and how to create your audience your video views. But that's since we're talking purely of how much it costs, it could it's costs, a good strategy. It is a great strategy. If you've got video content, give it a whirl. That's not expensive. That by no means you'll spend quadruple that on LinkedIn it. But like you said, if it's B 2 C you're probably gonna be on that platform anyway.
0: Yeah. So a bit more on that. So Dennis Hugh, who does a lot of the HubSpot Facebook map courses mm-hmm. he created the dollar a day Facebook strategy so yes yeah. you get like your top three videos and then you put your first video up and then once a user has watched um, so much you of see. that video they mm-hmm. go to an audience and then they'll get shown the second video yeah and once they watch so much of that down third, down, yeah. and you yeah. just keep moving them down um, moving them down through the process every time they've watched it that's where Facebook comes into its own with that kind of audience building. Of course building. it does, yeah. um, if, you can, if you are doing Facebook ads and you've got the budget, you know, do things like message ads and everything mm-hmm. like that. So when someone comes on your page, it pops up with a, a message straight away. Mm-hmm. Uh, but still, for me, it's still the best platform for remarketing if you're yeah, going to do anything I on think there. So, yeah. Just the amount of time people spend on it, mm-hmm. you know, it's an absolute, especially if you got on Facebook ads like in the early days when it was, like, I don't think it's as popular now as what it once was. Mm-hmm. But if you ran the Facebook ads like in the early days when people were on it for six, seven hours yeah. a day, you know, you'd have, you'd have done really, really well. Yeah, I there. think
1: B 2 C it's probably only gotten from strength to strength, but the competition skyrocketed as well. I just think, um yeah, yeah. due to like the catalogues now and the dynamic remarketing and all these sorts of things, B 2 C it's kind of it it's its own platform, isn't yeah. it? Like marketplace and all these other things you can do, but the B 2 B element Right, you run a lead gen on Facebook and Insta in comparison to LinkedIn, and it's just not the same, is it? It's, it's just a bit further. I don't know really. It's it's a great the great platforms, but they are genuinely B two C. But it is cost effective if you are a B two C sort of company as such.
0: So then you've got the last one, which would be Twitter ads. Mm-hmm. So WordStream said that for, for the year 2020, and we need to remember as well, like we were in the grip of the pandemic then, so yeah. um, a it lot of companies pulled swept. back on their advertising. Yeah, this the figures are probably a bit skewed, but it says it was 43p a click, mm-hmm. which, I mean, I've got I've got some on there that are like big tech clients that are doing it at like 17p a click. So, it's not um, fun, so yeah, I mean, it's probably about right, I think, across the board, cause mm-hmm. you remember you've got all these different, industries. Industries in there. Um the audience building is is alright on Twitter. It's it, you know, it's not it's not perfect, it's not horrific. I can't stand it, personally. Um, but
1: it's it, I like the I like the fact with Twitter you can just use your own tweets to push, that's how you go about it. Like, you like you use already published tweets yeah you
0: can do you can do a promoted only tweet or you can you know or you can use your organic ones and yeah which i like
1: that aspect more on facebook i don't find them to be as effective but on twitter they seem to work better promoting your own tweets than it does on the other platforms so it's if you've already tested it with your organic social strategy and it's worked it couples up quite well um
0: this might be a bit controversial but i think people on twitter are a little bit more savvy than people on facebook yeah, just because the fact way. that my mum's on Facebook and she's not on Twitter <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's what I go on like you've got everyone on Facebook uh, but the people are on Twitter because they want to be there yeah because it's a different it's space. more of an
1: informative platform as well it's a different it? space yeah. to,
0: to like your Facebook it's not or, or Instagram yeah of course you know, it's not just it's not just a like um, it's not just like um, a, 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 a like Facebook's just a marketplace pretty much nowadays, mm-hmm. um, and things like that. Whereas Twitter, it's all people. like don't get me wrong; you still get ads on there and stuff, but you you can follow like accounts there. and stuff like that. You mm-hmm. can just it's a very informative. Yeah. Um. So it's probably. And a bit, it's
1: a professional site. A lot of people in obviously in our positions as well, they have a professional Twitter. It's yeah. Like, I've got very a separate re- Twitter. No, yeah, nobody re- who I
0: work with needs to see me ranting about football. <laughs> you know, they just don't need to be seeing that at all. But uh, on
1: Facebook, you wouldn't really get. Well, I don't think it'd let you make another one with your same email anyway. But I, I mean, don't. I I have a separate one, but we won't go into that. No, well, I tried when I first came when and I. And you got up. banned. Yeah, I got banned. <laughs> two emails banned straight away. But yeah, I'd very rarely make a professional Facebook or Instagram account. But when it comes to Twitter and LinkedIn, you definitely would, and I think that's probably part and parcel of it in the sense of, they're that sort. of, Then platforms represent you as such. Yeah. So, and the people who like in our in our industry as well, they're highly um, prominent on these platforms so it's important that we reflect that as well so yeah it probably adds to why the uh, sort of the informational aspect of it's there
0: so we're looking oh so this this podcast is how much does paid advertising cost
1: and we give a very long-winded answer and the answer that. is
0: it costs <laughs> as much as you can afford to spend literally and that in that it's I know it's not great but if you can if you've got a 500 pound a month budget then whoever is, whether it's yourself or you've got someone else running, mm-hmm. running the ad for you, make that work as best as you can for you mm-hmm. and be savvy with it. So if you've got £500 a month and there's some of your main keywords are £10 a click, you're probably not going to do that no. well
1: out of 50 clicks. Yeah, you've got to take a different approach. You gotta take, so
0: you got to do the research and look at maybe longer tail keywords mm-hmm. and stuff like that and see you know what's coming in. I mean, longer tail tends to mean more intent, yeah. personally, because yeah, you're, yeah, you're taking yeah. the time to write the two... So research those, look at those and then get some of those in that might be well they'll definitely be cheaper mm-hmm. and look at getting the most out of your budget that way. Yeah. Um and looking at those. And again, you know, like we mentioned, it's it's not only what you can what you can afford, but what you can afford to not get a return on. It's well, the same with sick. any marketing budget, like yeah. you know, people say like for PPC or uh, paid ads, paid search, whatever you're gonna whatever you're gonna do, it should be I think it was twenty percent of your overall marketing budget. Mm-hmm. But I think that's come from someone who's never actually done paid search because, yep. you know, you got you got some companies that I mean I remember we spoke on a podcast before and you said that you knew someone who got eighty percent of their their conversions through Instagram yeah 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 and then Instagram went down for three days and so
1: then it's a catastrophe yeah it's, all, it's a all catastrophe you got yeah. you
0: got nothing coming in you know so it's like your marketing budget if if you you know if you switched on it'll be it'll be spread around mm-hmm. and then you can scale it. So if you do start doing paid ads, you know, you figured out how much it's going to cost. You set aside, you're paying a management fee. So you're paying someone, mm-hmm. you know, seven hundred quid a month to look after your ads and you've got a budget of two or three grand. Mm-hmm. And they're gonna do it. You tell them what you wanna do. You've got you've got set out. This is what happens. This is what we do and this is what we think you'll get looking mm-hmm. at industry averages. You know, everything like that. And then you go from there.
1: Yeah, but without putting that information in, you're not going to get the answer exactly. So we couldn't really... Predefine what the costs are going to be from here because we need to understand your industry, understand your keywords, yep. understand, like, even like we go back to your website, how fast is it, the landing page experience, these sorts of things. Is it a good website? Exactly, so is there's so a, much does to... it look like
0: a bag of spanners? Because that's not going to work. <laughs> fun. It's not going to work. You know, you can you can create the best paid ads campaign, you can sort your budget out, and you can take them through, and if your landing page looks like a dog's dinner, then no one's going to convert on it. They're just not. They're not. It's like you don't spend all this money taking someone through to a landing page that is unresponsive, it's old, it's slow, it looks Mm -hmm. tired. You know, invest a bit. You don't even have to invest money, just invest a bit of time. Yeah, literally. You know, just look at it. Look at your high-performing pages. And and when it comes to a paid landing page, just try and make a hybrid of of what works best for you. Keep it short. Keep it informative. Keep it really clear as to what the action is and make it so that that person can complete your desired action in as fewer clicks as, as possible. possible yeah. You know, that's it. So instead of having a header bar, just have it as an image, you don't have mm-hmm. to, to click out, mm-hmm. but just make it really, really easy for people to convert. If you're e-commerce, make sure you've got the, like, if I've searched for, I don't know, I'm looking for a new bag for work cause mine's a bit tatty. So I'm looking for a, a business laptop bag. So if I click that in, take me to a page, that's either got your top selling bag or all your bags. And then click on the product, go through, and the big button in orange or green, because that's what Amazon and eBay spent all the money researching, and that's why those colours, and then click that and buy it, and then check out really, really easily. Don't make it overly complicated, like having your your contact us button be really slow, have it in a banner, but only this point of it's clickable. Mm -hmm. Just make it really, really easy for people to convert on your website, and that way you will see more of a return on that budget. Um and that's and that's the thing. So yeah, how much does paid advertising cost? It costs what you can afford to invest, because there's the investment monetary wise and also the investment time wise
1: and everything else that improves it. Or yeah, exactly that. Yeah, because that's that. what I
0: think. Is. So it's not it's not cost. It's an investment. It's mm-hmm. an investment in in your business. It's an investment in the website. It's an investment in you know learning more about it as well. I think.
1: Well, that's it. And I think I think that that point that you made about learning. I think if you if you're just doing PPC, for example, and you've seen your quality scores are low. Obviously you need to improve it for PPC, but you need to improve it full stop. If yeah. someone organically is going to land on your site and you've seen that, there's issues, isn't there? Obviously, but necessary, uh, like you wouldn't technically see that without of running the PPC to yeah. begin with. But obviously there's like hot jar out there and these sorts of things where you can track this sort of performance. and your Hub, conversion spot rate. website, greater, that's free. there Big you are. There. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like these, it's, these other things need to be in place first. I'd always say before you want to jump directly on PPC, unless you've got an unlimited budget, then...
0: But it's definitely not unlimited. Yeah,
1: <laughs> but unless you've got a massive budget and you've got three months' worth of test budget, for example, and you can test everything that you can do, you can get all your landing pages optimised as and when and do all of these sorts of things. Otherwise, do everything chronologically in step at a time, I suppose, until you're willing to commit your budget to it as a surplus. To make that investment. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so we answered it. That's it, yeah, there you are. Brilliant, so
0: it costs however much you are willing to invest, not spend, invest invest because it's an investment in everything, it's investment in the business, the website and your own learning. Um, or what you could do is just drop us an email, and then we'll run it for you. I mean, that's probably the best. Don't speak to us; speak to Caroline because yeah. we're not allowed to talk to people who aren't doing it. We just, we, just <laughs> we get kept locked in a room until it's time to fetch it out for the monthly <laughs> podcast, and then we get put back in. Then we get chucked back then in. We get chucked back in. Some days we get fed. <laughs> Some days we get watered. But other, yeah, other than that, not too much. Not too much. Not too much. Um, so yeah I hope you enjoyed that um, cheers, guys. as always if there's anything that you want us to to talk about the next one that we're going to do is on the importance of conversion tracking mm-hmm. uh, there's no point in investing in, in paid and then not tracking anything properly so that'll be the next one uh, but in the meantime I hope you enjoyed this one and as I said before if you anything you want us to chat about do drop us a comment and we will be sure to pick it up mm-hmm. so brilliant thank you very much for listening yeah,
1: cheers guys thank you, thank you. Thank you.